0: Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today, and I believe, praise God, we've got a wonderful program to share with you. I am bringing you into our Heritage of Faith Christian Center Church service right here in Crowley, Texas. I'm the founding pastor. I'm not the pastor because I'm gone nearly every Sunday. I only get to preach there about six, eight times a year, but we have a wonderful pastor in Justin Bridges, and I was there just a few weeks ago sharing this message on valuing the blessing of God on your life. God has blessed you. You are the blessed of Almighty God. I want you to say that with me. I'm the blessed of Almighty God. The Bible says in Psalm 3 and verse 8 that God's blessing is upon his people. And I want to encourage you to begin to be more thankful for it. You know, Thankfulness is very special to God. God loves a thankful heart. And I've learned over the years that if you show gratitude for what God has done, what God is doing, and even show gratitude for what you believe he's about to do, it opens doors for you to experience more and more blessings from him. So once again, we're talking about how to value the blessing of God on your life. Let me give you a definition for the word value. It means to hold dear, to prize, To appreciate, to regard highly, to esteem, and to treasure, and to cherish. That's what value means. Is that the way you feel about the blessing of God on your life? Some of you might be saying, Well, Brother Jerry, I don't know if God's blessing is on me or not. Well, let me say this to you. If you are one of God's people, if you made Jesus the Lord of your life, then the blessing of God is on you right now. You're not going to get it when you get to heaven. In fact, if you don't make Jesus the Lord of your life now, it's not likely you'll go to heaven. So, I want to encourage you to understand this revelation. It's important. God's blessing is on you right now. And the more you appreciate it and the more you value it, you're going to see more and more manifestations of it. So, let's go into that service where I was talking about this and be sure and take notes because it's going to be a powerful message. And I'll be right back with some closing remarks. What I want to share with you this morning is something that's been on my heart recently and uh, I feel it's very needful in the body of Christ today. You know, one of the the, um, things that the apostle Paul said would be one of the characteristics of the end times is people would become ungrateful. Amen. That's one of the one of the signs of the end times. People becoming more and more ungrateful. And the sad thing is, it's happened to a lot of Christians. You know, we live in a world today where uh, a lot of people just think, you know, it, it's owed me. There's a lot of young people that feel as though, uh, you know, this is what's owed me. A lot of Christians feel like now you know there are certain things that, that God has promised us, and we're entitled to them. Yes, sir. But you don't go before to God and say you owe me. <laughs> that's that's rude, it's ill-mannered, and you need to be grateful. How many of you are grateful that you're born again? How many of you are grateful you're filled with the Holy Ghost? How many of you are grateful you're still alive? I am, hallelujah. If I could get both legs up, I'd raise them. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to be able to continue preaching and finish my course. It hadn't been too long ago, they said I wouldn't do it again. I'd never do it again. And you've heard the story, but here I am, hallelujah. And I'm grateful. In fact, I, I saw some people just in the last couple of days. Uh, Carol and I were having lunch uh, when I got home from Minneapolis, and we were having lunch over at Pompadour's, and uh, there was a man walked in the restaurant with his wife, and he was bowed over and shaking and, and could hardly walk, and I thought that it wasn't for God, that'd be my condition, yeah. but God. <laughs> I said, but God. <laughs> Amen? When you've been told you'll never be normal again, you, you'll you never travel again, you'll never preach again. Uh, Carolyn was saying to me just uh, right after that, she said, I am so grateful to God that you're not an invalid, and I'm having to spend the rest of my life just taking care of you. That'll be the day. <laughs> Amen. And look what the Lord has done. And I'm deeply grateful. In fact, when I praise God, I, I on purpose do it more with my right hand, my right arm. Because that's the arm the devil tried to take away from me. You know, I was completely paralyzed. Couldn't use it. Had to hold it up like this, a dead weight. If I let go of it, it just fall. And that's the reason every time I praise God, I put that right arm up there first. Amen. Not only that, but like I told him last night when I got ready to pray for people, I said, the Lord told me, now that I've healed your, your, your arm, you got your arm back, I'm going to put a stronger anointing in your right hand. Get your right hand on people, praise God. Amen. And there has been a stronger anointing in my right hand. And uh, that's just a testimony to the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. We need to be more thankful. Stop taking things for granted. Amen? All right. I've laid the foundation there. We want to talk about uh, being more and more grateful for the blessing and the favor of God on our lives. Valuing it. Valuing it. In Genesis chapter 12, as you uh, already know, God appears to a man by the name of Abram, later changed his name to Abraham. And in verse 2, he says, and I will make of thee a great nation, I will bless thee. I'll make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. He goes on to tell him and through you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So we know that the word "bless" means to empower to prosper, empower to increase, to excel. And God said, I am pronouncing my blessing on you. And the moment it comes on you, then you will be empowered to increase and prosper and excel in everything you do. And then it's proven in Genesis chapter 13 and verse two, one chapter later, and Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Notice that blessing is already working. He's already increasing. One chapter later, he's already experiencing the results of having the blessing of God on his life. Can you say Amen? Then, if you will, look in Genesis chapter 17, Genesis chapter 17, and when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee, and I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee." Now verse 7 in particular, "...and I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee, in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. So if you haven't highlighted or underlined the phrase and to thy seed after thee in their generation. Now go with me to the book of Galatians. I'm laying a foundation here. I know you're familiar with all this, but I need to lay the foundation first. Galatians chapter three and in verse 13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every man that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now notice the blessing of Abraham coming on the Gentiles through what Jesus did at Calvary. And then verse 29, And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So let me see the hands of everybody in here who belongs to Christ. Yeah. Amen, Jesus is your Lord. Yeah. Then according to the writings of the apostle Paul, and the Bible says all scripture's been given by inspiration of God. So this is not just a man's idea. It's inspired by God. And he says that if you belong to Christ, then are you Abraham seed? Look at somebody say, I'm Abraham seed. they'll say this, I'm Abraham's seed in my generation. So what is the promise to Abraham's seed in their generation? The same blessing that was on Abraham, on Isaac, on Jacob, and right down the line. That same blessing is on you and me right now, and I'd like for somebody to show some gratitude. Amen? Hallelujah. Think of it. The blessing of God is on you. Not when you get to heaven, it's on you right now. I like to say, I got up with it on me this morning. I got it on me right now. I'm gonna go to bed with it on me. I'm gonna get up tomorrow with it on me. And whatever I face in this world that we live in today, I have the blessing and I have its assurance that I will excel, I will rise above whatever the devil throws my way. I am grateful for the blessing. How about you? Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I am, I am very grateful for the blessing. Now, let me give you an illustration of someone who was not so grateful. Go with me to Genesis chapter 25. Genesis chapter 25. And you know the story of Jacob and Esau. In verse 31, and Jacob said sell me this day thy birthright. Now there was a special blessing for the firstborn. And in Deuteronomy chapter 21 you don't have to turn there but you might want to make a note of it. This is what it says about the firstborn. But he shall acknowledge the son of the firstborn by giving him a double portion of all that he hath for he is the beginning of his strength the right of the firstborn is his. So notice Esau being the firstborn, he was entitled to this double portion. But notice he didn't value it, he was willing to get rid of it. Verse 31 again. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die and what profit shall this birthright do me? In other words, he was hungry. He felt like if he didn't get something to eat, he would die. And in what good is this birthright if I die? And Jacob said, swear to me this day. And he swear unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. And the latter part of verse 34 says, thus Esau despised Jacob his birthright. Another translation says he shrugged it off. Amen. It was not something he valued anymore. I think that's the problem with a lot of Christians And while they're not seeing any more of the blessings of God manifest in their lives because at some point they don't value it anymore. They just take it for granted. Amen. But the Bible teaches us that we are to be thankful always. Grateful always, amen. It's important if you wanna see more manifestations of the blessing of God and the favor of God in your life. I think one of the reasons why that I experience the favor of God as much as I do. And I, I have been doing this and I give all the praise to God. It's not because I'm so special. It's because Jesus is so special. But I, I've experienced the favor of God all my life ever since I've been born again, and that's 50 years ago. And it's just kept increasing all these years. It's, it's still operating on me, even to a higher level, praise God. In fact, I've told you this before, but in the early days of my walk with the Lord, while I was still uh, living in Shreveport, and during that first three months of my preparation for full-time ministry, I got up one morning in prayer and the Lord told me to keep a journal of everything he said to me. And I got up one morning in prayer and the Lord said, there will come a day when your name will be known around the world for the favor of God that's on your life. And then I'll hold you responsible for teaching others how to walk in it as you do. Now I wrote that in my journal and I didn't tell a soul. I didn't even tell Carolyn. You don't go around after you're three months old in the Lord saying, guess what? my name will be known around the world. I mean, I would have been the laughing stock of Life Tabernacle Church, you know? That's where we were going to church, where Church Carolyn grew up in, and I started attending there. But I never told anybody. I just kept it in that diary, in that journal, and then over a period of time, and and of course, in those days, I didn't even know favor with God existed. I didn't know, I never heard the phrase, never heard anybody talk about it. But then the Lord began to teach me. I believe that's probably the first revelation I got on my own where I didn't listen uh, to Kenneth Copeland or Kenneth Hagin or Oral Roberts or T.L. Osborne and hear them say something about it. Uh, The Lord began to teach me about the favor of God and I've never heard any of them talk about it. I'm not saying they didn't know anything about it, I just never heard anybody talk about it. But God began to reveal to me And then I started seeing it on every page in the Bible. Everywhere I went, I could see the favor of God, the favor of God, the favor of God. And then it began to manifest. In fact, the Lord said to me, son, this has been on you all your life. You thought it was luck. And it wasn't luck at all. I mean, there were things happened to me as a young boy that there was no explanation to it other than all we knew was luck. And I'd have that." said to me from time to time, you're the luckiest kid. People tell me in school, you're the luckiest kid. And you know, you assume it is luck because you didn't know anything about the favor of God. How do you get favor with God? How, how could you get so special that you'd have favor with God? Well, you can't get so special. You'd have favor with God. Jesus would have to get it for you. Amen. He's so special yes. and you're just the recipient of of what he's provided. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a reason to lift your hands and say, Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And, and, and then I began to realize after I started studying it, man, I saw the favor of God on my life all my life. I just didn't know it was the favor of God. But then when I began to uh, learn how to walk in it, then I began to expect it. I looked for it every day. I expected it to show up, and boy, it has. And I say, as humbly as I know how, and I'm not a braggadocious person, I probably have preached more sermons, written more books, produced more resources on the subject of favor than any other minister in our generation. Amen. Because it's my what I call my signature message. And uh, there came a time when my name was known all over the world for the favor of God. In fact, a lot of places I go, they introduce me as Dr. Favor. Let's welcome Dr. Favor, or Brother Favor. Or they just say, the favor man. And you've heard me say it. In fact, uh, during our Chariots Light PAL rally that's coming up, uh, I've invited uh, Terry who wrote a song about the favor of God on my life to come and, and minister to us during the rally. And he calls it the favor flow. And there's a line in there that says, I want favor like Jerry Savelle. (laughs) Amen. I'm trying to learn the moves. (laughs) Don't laugh, Vic. I'm a white boy, but I got it. (laughs) And uh, you know, how many of you had a song written about you? Because you got favor on you. Hallelujah. So I began to be grateful for the blessing of God and the favor of God a long time ago. I say to God often, thank you, Lord, that you've blessed me. Thank you, Lord, that you've given me favor. In fact, I wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for the blessing and the favor of God. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if it wasn't for the blessing and the favor of God. Hallelujah. Amen and you ought to feel the same way. Can you say amen? Amen. So notice here, Esau didn't value his birthright. He didn't value the blessing of the firstborn. And then if you will notice uh, in Genesis chapter 27, when uh, Jacob got the blessing of the firstborn, And then Esau discovered that he'd missed out on it. All of a sudden it became valuable to him. When he realized he missed out on what he was entitled to, now all of a sudden he values it. And notice how he responds to his father Isaac in verse 33, uh, the latter part of the verse, it says, do you have one blessing? 34 and when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry and said unto his father, bless me, even me also, O my father. And he said, thy brother came with subtlety and hath taken away thy blessing. And he said in verse 36, the latter part, and he said, hast thou not reserved a blessing for me? All of a sudden the blessing of the firstborn is important now, but he didn't value it because he got hungry. He thought he was going to die. What good is it if I die? So he was willing to give it up. Well, I'm not saying that you and I would experience the same thing that he did, but the point is a lot of Christians don't value what God's done. They just take it for granted. Amen. Amen. I I wrote down some definitions for the word value, listen to this, to hold dear, to prize, to be appreciative, to regard highly, to esteem, to treasure, and to cherish. You, you, You do this with the blessing of God and with the favor of God that's been made available to you. Man, I am what I am today because of that blessing on my life, and the favor of God on my life. I wouldn't trade places with another human being on this planet. I wouldn't, amen. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored, hallelujah. And I will never cease to thank God for his blessing and his favor. Come on, if you're with me today, lift your hands and say, thank you, Lord, for the blessing and for your favor. Amen. Amen. Now, there's a, there's a, a, a Psalm, Psalm 109 that mentions someone who didn't value the blessing. And it says in Psalm 109, he delighted not in the blessing. So let it be far from him. He delighted not in the blessing. So let it be far from him. So God expects us to be, gracious and and, and are are filled with gratitude about the blessing and the favor that he's bestowed on us.
1: Are you experiencing everything God has for you? What if you could discover how to position yourself to receive more of God's power and goodness in your life? Jerry Savell has poured more than 50 years of insight and revelation into today's special offer the Blessed by God package. In this powerful package, you'll receive his eye-opening book, Living in the Fullness of the Blessing, His Prophetic Message. Get ready for the blessing explosion on DVD and his new two-part CD series, Value God's Blessing. In this special package, Jerry reveals what blocks the blessing, how to remove lack and debt, how to go beyond natural limits, your part in receiving the blessing, and more don't wait. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Blessed by God special package. Don't settle for less than God's best in your life. The more you study, understand, and value the blessing of God, the more it will manifest in your life.
0: Thank you so very much for joining me today, and I want to encourage you to make your plans to join with me next week as we continue this study on how to value the blessing of God on your life that's important. If you value it, you're going to experience more manifestations of it. I'm a blessed man. Praise God, this ministry's blessed, our family's blessed, and we found out many years ago, in fact, 50 years ago, that the blessing of God was was on our lives the blessing of God is on our ministry it's on our family in fact even my dog is blessed praise God everything about the Savell household has the blessing of God on it we found that out 50 years ago and from that point and from that day forward we began to value it we began to praise God for it we began to esteem it i can't thank God enough for placing his blessing on my life and you know right along with the blessing of God Comes the favor of God. Let me read this to you once again from Psalm 3 and verse 8. Thy blessing is upon thy people. At the end of that verse, it's the little word, selah, and that means stop and think about this. Meditate on this. In other words, don't read the next chapter before you get a revelation of what it means to have the blessing of God on your life. And the blessing of God is really an empowerment. It's an empowerment to prosper, to increase, to multiply, to rise above. Oh, I thank God for the blessing of God. And then in Psalm 5 and verse 12, it says, "For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor will you compass him as with a shield." So notice when the blessing of God is on your life, so is the favor of God. And I'm telling you, that's one of the greatest revelations I have ever received. I want to say to you right now, and I make no apology for saying it, I'm not being egotistical or prideful. I just simply know what the Bible says, and I believe it. I have the blessing of God on my life. I have the favor of God on my life. And if you're born again, you should be saying the same thing. Don't be ashamed to say, I'm blessed. Don't be ashamed to say, I'm favored. Hallelujah. And you know, I like to say it this way. If Abraham was blessed and favored by God, and we have a better covenant founded on better promises, then I must be extremely blessed and highly favored. Say that with me. I'm extremely blessed and highly favored. Now, I want to encourage you once again, begin to value it more. Begin to be more and more grateful for it, and as you do, you're going to see more and more manifestations of it taking place in your life. If you would like to continue this study, I have a two CD series entitled "Value God's Blessing." I taught this in Mac Hammond's church uh, some time back, and it was such a powerful uh, series of messages that we wanted to make it available to you on CD. Along with it, a little book I wrote a few years ago, "Living in the Fullness of the Blessing," not just enjoying the blessing, but the fullness of the blessing, and then. Along with it, uh, Brother Copeland gave a prophetic word a few years ago about the blessing explosion. God was promising a blessing explosion. I took that prophetic word and preached a message on get ready for the blessing explosion. This is a DVD. Now this is the blessing package, praise God. And all you have to do to receive it in your home is go online and uh, jerrysavell.org It'll tell you how to, Uh, order it, or you can look on the screen right now. I want to encourage you, place your order right now. It's a powerful study. You won't regret ordering it, and you're going to enjoy it the day you get it in your home. Join with me again next week, and until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.